serious people who have had encounters with aliens, cryptids, demons, or other paranormal beings, what are your stories? When I was a teenager probably about 16 I started developing bad insomnia. Our house at the time had two stories and a basement and was on just over two acres of land, so close to neighbors but far enough away that there wasn't much neighborhood lighting so it was dark outside. Once night I was home alone with my younger brother while my parents and youngest brother were at a hospital with my dad who just had surgery. My brother was asleep and I was just starting to go to sleep around 3 or 4 in the morning when suddenly I heard heavy footsteps downstairs and someone walking back and forth. Naturally I thought someone broke in and I was terrified. I determined that if I remain quiet, whomever broke in would, just take some stuff from the main floor we didn't have many valuables and leave without risking waking anyone up. When day came it turned out everything was fine and nothing was taken. There was no trace of any intruder. Eventually I got over it but about a month or two later I heard it again, and again, and again. Always between 2-4 am and always on the floor below me, my family doubted me because of the insomnia and my general sleep deprivation. One night I was up really late with my mom and we heard it together. Not only that but this time it was on the same floor as us. She said, no way, that's just dad, I'll go look. When she came back she looked surprised and informed me dad was fast asleep. The validation was nice but I would have preferred sleep deprivation hallucinations. Over time the rest of my family heard it. We called it the poltergeist. It was never malicious but one day we found one of our hammers bent backwards which was weird. We set up a night vision camera and eventually did capture the sounds on tape along with what sounded like a glass set on the counter and a heavy sigh. Unfortunately, we accidentally and stupidly taped over it when recording the Super Bowl. Mom, in all her brave glory, once heard it in the basement and went down to tell it that it was dead and to go towards the light. If I recall, we really didn't hear it after that. Oh a hunt I encountered something in the woods. I thought it was a person in a blue coat. I approached and something didn't feel right. Despite I had a 7 while I'm magnum and capable of dropping any animal in Washington. This thing made me back away slowly in fear. It darted it in and out peeking, then moved seven females up and peeked. It was solid then shimmered. I tripped over old hobo camp. Rifle was at ready. I backed away very scared. I made it to my buddy's truck which was 200 females away. I seriously walked backwards keeping my eye on it. My buddy shows up. He's pale as a ghost. I didn't see anything. He said I didn't even ask and he was scared like about to cry. We left not saying what we saw. When we got married, my wife's sister gave us a gift certificate for a night at a bed and breakfast not too far away from where we live now. So we booked a night and went up. What I didn't know I don't know if my wife knew was that the place was a farm in the 1700s and the farmer's daughter died at a young age and has haunted her old room since. Guess who got her room? They did tell us the ghost's name but I don't remember it we're talking 25 years ago here. So I wake up in the middle of the night. I see this white thing floating near the fireplace. It looked like a circular. Woven. Wicker sheet folded in half with white flowers in it. It clearly wasn't physically there it's like the image was superimposed on top of the image of the room coming from my eyes. Now, my wife is a light sleeper. If I get out of bed in the middle of the night, she always wakes up. I tried to her wake up and I couldn't. So I looked back at the floating image and said, Hello ghost's name the thing hung there for a couple seconds more and then zipped out of the room into the bathroom. And I went back to sleep. I saw a pterodactyl on the coast of northern central California. Me and my GF were on a road trip without any end in mind. We were just driving up the coast and decided to sleep on the beach. I am not sure exactly where we were but I'd say within about an hour's drive south of Monterey. As we were hanging out on the beach at night we both notice a huge figure in the sky. Slowly as it gets nearer I realize that this thing was no bird. I have seen hawks, golden eagles, owls, vultures, condors none of them looked like this. It also didn't fly like a bird. It flapped what appeared to be leathery wings very slowly. I swear my first thought was that I was seeing a dragon, 
What's more is both of us saw it. We both stared at it awestruck for a few seconds before I caught its profile against the moon and it very strikingly looked to be a pterosaur. In the few moments we witnessed this thing it was like reality froze and gelled around this moment. Like my focus was being directly pointed to this thing. I've found that same sensation when I've had other paranormal experiences like the universe wants you to be pay attention to this moment. Later on I even found a website for documenting pterodactyl sightings on the California coast. With several occurring within that region, I try to remain a rational skeptic but this was simply mind-blowing and sure as duck felt like we were looking at some sort of flying reptilian cryptid. A house I lived in in college had a ghost named Violetta. I never really put much stock in it, but one night at 2 a.m. I wake up to a woman scratchily whispering hello, right outside my third floor window. I have a long history of talking walking in my sleep, but I can tell after I wake up what's real and what's just my mind. This was 100% real. One of my housemates was pulling an all-nighter and was cooking in the kitchen that night. And at 1.45 she heard footsteps coming up her basement, which was padlocked from the outside. And I had the only key. The roommate next to me asked me the next morning if I was sick, because I was coughing non-stop for a while around 2 a.m. I was not coughing. I was laying in my bed wide awake and dead still trying to come up with a rational explanation for what had just happened. Finally, our midnight chef heard footsteps go downstairs around 2.30. One time, while I was sleeping, I heard a loud bop, similar to a firecracker but not quite as loud. I thought it might have been my computer some sort of electrical short. So I woke up and looked at my computer to see if there was a fire or something. I didn't see anything in the dark. So I relaxed and shifted to lay on my back to go back to sleep. Looking up at the ceiling, within a couple seconds, I started to notice some sort of vague, shadowy figure. As if it were standing next to my bed and waving a hand over me. I've seen shapes like this before so I watched the hand out of curiosity. Then, the hand went away and I felt the side of my bed dip down as if something was pushing down on it slow enough as if not to scare me yet firm enough to be very noticeable this was surprising but i wasn't scared i looked to where the shadow was standing and out from the dark for a brief moment a reptilian looking humanoid appeared there wearing a plain and slightly loose shirt and holding a clipboard with his left hand and holding a pen something in his right as if making a note his head was in profile to me turned to his left so i was looking at the right side of his face his eyes stood out to me the most he looked concerned round pupil fairly large in size and almost cartoony looking but kind i could see scales outlined on his skin and he had larger scales along his prominent brow he had a smallish sort of beak nose and it looked like his upper lip covered down to his bottom jaw aka no discernible lips mouth his shoulders were very broad more broad than most humans and he seemed a bit shorter than a typical human if i had to guess i didn't see anything below where his elbows sat around his midsection so i don't know what his legs or feet looked like the way it looked was like he and his details were outlined in the lights you see when you press on your eyes that kind of greenish yellowish slightly rainbowy look quite bright in the dark but still kind of faint it was very brief like a second but very detailed and in the center of my vision. I have no idea what to make of it but I'll never forget it. I tried drawing him once, but unfortunately I don't have it with me. I wonder a lot about it. I'm connected to Sasquatch somehow. I've had dreams of them my whole life and my dreams we are always friends. We communicate telepathically in them. I got to see one when I was a teen on my reservation here in Oregon. It was a young one. I'm assuming since it was only around 5 tall it was all orange in color. It looked right at me then ran up the very steep mountainside. Years later when I lost my oldest brother, I was in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I kept having bad dreams on the fourth night. The dream was of my mom's house in Oregon there were around 7 huge 11-12 feet tall Sasquatch holding hands in a circle around my mom's home. When I called home the next morning, I was informed my oldest brother was missing. 
He was found three days later had fallen off the Oregon coast while hiking. My family in Oregon are still shocked to this day how I knew something was wrong. Sasquatch told me, I swear this is all true. When my family would visit my grandparents when I was 5-8 years old, I was convinced I'd see an outline of a person standing in the basement doorway at night. Like totally 100% sure there was a figure standing there only it was much too dark to make out any features and it definitely was not any of my family members figure was much too tall. Everyone else would be asleep on their guest beds and it'd be lying there in the darkness unable to move because I was so afraid I remember my nightgown being soaked with sweat despite it being freezing in the basement, like I was that terrified. Anywho, my grandparents ended up moving out of that house but even then once in a while back home I swear I'd see a shadowy figure peering around the doorway to my bedroom, again. Def not a member of my family as the figure was much too tall. A few years later I mentioned it to my grandfather who jokingly said it was probably a dead soldier looking for his whiskey. In my old house, I had a lot of encounters with something, usually just the feeling of being watched and swearing I saw something move. On the night this happened, I had already called my stepmom into my room to sleep with me because I felt watched. I was 13-14 at the time, so it wasn't just me being young and scared of some made-up monster. She left the room to go let the dog out. I had the TV on and was in bed. I then saw some weird little black orbit passed in front of the TV, and the ducking cable box turned off. I have never screamed louder. My mom died in the room over back in 2015. I was maybe 10 feet through a wall away from where she died. Everyone likes to either tell me it was a hallucination or it was my mom. Oh so lovingly visiting me. I feel like she would have the sense to stop when I cried on multiple occasions because of how scared I was. When I was 9 we went on a family trip to China. My family has always been the adventurous type. So naturally we couldn't just go look at the Great Wall or whatever. No. My parents hired a driver to drive us around rural Sichuan to visit yak farms and climb glaciers and shit. So anyway one night we had to stop in the middle of nowhere I think we ran out of gas or something. And ended up in what I guess you would call a village. Although it was basically a long dirt road with one very creepy hotel and a few corrugated tin buildings. The hotel didn't look like much from the outside. But when you went in the lobby was this very creepy almost Victorian looking ballroom. The lobby made it seem like a luxury hotel. But when you looked closer everything was made of plastic or painted cement, like a movie set, and completely falling apart, like no one had stayed there in years. At first our translator told us they had no room, but I guess she explained our situation and they came up with a room. While we were checking and I felt this malevolent presence behind me and turned around. There was a girl who looked about 12 or 13 in a shadowy corner of the room, staring at me with her mouth hanging open. She was barefoot and dressed in rags. At first I was sad because I thought, she must have worked there. And she was only a few years older than me. But then she did this thing with her eyes that to this day is the creepiest ducking thing I've ever seen. They went completely round and bulged out several inches from her eye sockets. I'd seen a photo once of someone in the Guinness Book of World Records who could do something like that. But this was a random child in rural China, doing this at me for seemingly no reason. By the time I got my parents and older brother to look she popped them back in her head and looked normal. When we got to our rooms there was mold on the ceiling and cockroaches everywhere. There was one bathroom for the whole floor down the hall. The lights didn't work. I went to pee with a flashlight. I turn it on. And the girl from the lobby is ducking sitting there in the corner of the bathroom. In the dark. With her ducking eyes bugging out again. Just sitting motionless in the dark. Then she starts making the sue sound with her throat. Like the girl from the grudge. I freaked the duck out and ran back to our room. By the time my brother went she was gone, so naturally everyone thought I was making shit up being dramatic, but then when we went out to dinner she was ducking waiting for us in the lobby, again, 
This time I made my brother look right away and he caught the, I think for a second which is how I know I didn't imagine it. I don't think he wanted to admit it but it definitely freaked him out a little bit too. We go to dinner at one of the little tin shacks down the road, and she ducking followed us all the way there and sat down at the table next to us. By this time I'm close to a panic attack. Every time I'd try to point her out she'd pop her eyes back and so the most my family saw was a quick glimpse. They admitted there was something off about her eyes, but other than that didn't seem too concerned. We got a lot of stares since there were no tourists in the countryside, but this was something else. I don't know how to explain it but I was positive she was staring at me specifically. Like she wanted something from me. We noped the duck out of there early the next morning. I can't prove this has anything to do with making cursed eye contact with this girl spirit demon child but some creepy things that happened on the trip after. We had tea and my tea leaf spelled out toxic. My brother got really sick he blamed the food and lost quite a bit of weight. I started getting really depressed moody without knowing why. Eventually I'd be diagnosed with major depressive disorder as a teenager. But I don't remember having any symptoms of depression before that trip. I posted about this on a different reddit thread and someone commented looks like you found it yowsy go away. So I google it and, well, guess that explains my suicide attempts. I got two stories to tell which are not that exciting but well, I'd still love to share them. One my grandpa passed away when I was 9 which is 10 years ago and a few months after his death. I was home alone as my parents had an appointment somewhere and my siblings were at their friends. I was sitting in the living room at like 9pm watching TV and waiting for my family to come home. Suddenly I saw someone in the corner of my eyes. Then I looked at it and it was my grandpa sitting on his spot on the couch. He was smiling at me and winked he always winked to show me he's happy. It was some kind of secret sign between us and in the next second he was gone. I wasn't freaked out at all. I was just happy to know he's happy wherever he is. Although I am 100% sure I saw his ghost sitting right next to me. To my grandma a wife of said grandpa died recently. My dad and I visit her house nearly every day to make sure there won't be any vandalism and to already take some of her belongings to our house so that nothing gets stolen she loved to collect almost everything she found interesting so her house is pretty much full of stuff. When she was still alive and I visited her, she would always walk to the pantry to get me some of my favorite juice and come back to the living room where we used to sit and chat for hours and hours as she is my favorite person ever and always will be and we love spending time with each other. Like we had this special connection some humans have between each other. So my dad and I were in her house and I don't know why exactly. It was some sort of gut feeling I think. I turned around I saw a blurry grandma shaped figure walking towards the pantry as if my grandma herself even as a ghost still wants to get some juice for me. I've shared this story before. But it's left such a big impact on my life and has made me question what reality is. I lived with and took care of my dad when he was terminally ill with esophagus cancer. He fought bravely for four years. We had both been through a traumatic experience of losing my mom, his wife of 30 plus years, very suddenly to pancreatic cancer. He didn't know how to live without her. Neither did I. But we got through it somehow. So when he said he was going to fight the cancer with chemo, radiation and then a very extensive surgery, I was so happy. But I know he really wanted to be reunited with my mom. But after four years of fighting it, his journey was coming to an end. He had been on hospice and his time was running out. I was exhausted with being his main caregiver. The last weeks of life was me administering meds to him every two hours. So needless to say, I had been very low on sleep. I had such a relationship with my dad that a lot of times, I knew what he needed or wanted before he would even speak a word of it. Almost telepathic in a way. I had just administered his meds. And I went to lay back down in his bed, because he was in a hospital bed now and we were in the same room. He had blackout curtains because he was a night owl his entire life. 
worked night shift also, so he still slept during the day and never got out of that habit. I must have been asleep for maybe 30 minutes or so, but something woke me up. I didn't open my eyes, I just listened to see if dad was talking to me, and hoped I could go back to sleep until my alarm went off to give him his meds. What happened next only lasted seconds, but I can look back at the memory and see it in slow motion. So as I'm listening with my eyes still closed wondering what awoke in me, I get the brightest light shining in my face. It was warm and just blinding as if the sun was right in front of me. The light dimmed and I see three orbs, one in front, two in the back, like a triangle, each orb the size of a cantaloupe. And then I hear a voice say thank you for taking such wonderful care of your father, but we will take over from here. The orbs travel down to my feet, and over to where my dad was in his bed, they circle his head and then they enter my dad's head. I sat up instantly and looked around the room wondering what the hell just happened. And then the orbs said 6 days. He had 6 more days left on this earth in his body. I looked around the room to make sure none of the blackout curtains had lifted. To explain the light, checked the home to make sure no family members had stopped by or anyone else and shown a flashlight in the room. But everything was how it was supposed to be. I had texted my friend and a few family members about this experience, and I told them I was either so sleep deprived that I'm having hallucinations or that this really happened, and that in 6 days dad will pass, and that's exactly what happened, he passed away 6 days after this happened, I don't know why it happened to me, I don't consider myself religious, but I am spiritual, part of me thinks that I needed to be reminded that we are souls having a human experience, and not the other way around because I went into such a dark place after losing my mom to cancer. I honestly can't say where I would be after losing my dad too, but that experience brought some sort of peace to me. It helped me come to terms with losing both of my parents to cancer at a relatively young age, and it reminded my soul that there is more than just this material world. When I was 5 years old we lived in Ritzville, Washington, a very, very small town. My brother and I had a bunk bed and I slept on the top bunk. Wetting the bed was a habit when I was younger and so one night I had to get up and go to the bathroom. I tossed my covers to the side and sat up in bed. Straight ahead at the end of the bunk was a six foot being staring at me. Its head was oval in shape and spanned almost three feet across. It had beady yellow eyes that were centered in the middle of its face. There was enough light in the room to see that its skin was black. I stared at it for a few seconds. Long enough for the image to be burned inside my memory and so I did what any kid would do. Hide under the covers. I was unbelievably scared and breathing extremely fast hoping it would go away. I don't know how long it was watching me but I could feel it staring at me underneath the covers. I eventually fell back asleep and told my mom first thing in the morning. I always made it a habit to close the closet door in the room before bedtime. And the weird part is, it was open when my brother and I woke up. To this day I cannot sleep with a closet door open and I cannot sleep without a night light. I've thought about it every single night for 27 years. Sometimes I, half expect to see it again. I remember it like it was yesterday. I drew a picture in paint a while ago just to demonstrate what I saw. Also, another strange memory when I was around 3 that is still vivid to me. We lived in South Dakota and I remember my parents were going to take us to dinner one evening. I was told to go get my Star Shoes Converse brand and they were upstairs in my parents room. Their bedroom room light was off but the hallway light illuminated it enough to see clearly. Right as I peeked at the top of the stairs I see the back half of a tall lanky yellow figure walk straight into the closet. My mom called up asking what was taking so long and I couldn't muster up the courage to get my shoes. And that's all I remember from that night. Alright I've got one that I call my ghost or method story. When I was around 15-16 we started getting knocks on our door at around 10pm at night once or twice a week. Always around 10-11pm. Always three strong 
Kurt Knox. We would also hear the sliding glass door to our sunroom open and slam closed. This went on for about three months. Every time I rushed out to catch whatever it was, I was met with a whole lot of nothing. I remember one night I was chilling in my room with my dog asleep on my leg. My room shared a wall with our sunroom. I hear the sliding glass door fly open. My dog hears it too, and is instantly awake. I am out the front door in less than 3 seconds. Nothing there. Sliding glass door half open. After that the knocks became less frequent. Started happening only about once a month. One night I am out with my martial arts friends and I get a call from my mom. Asking if that's me at the door. I say no, and immediately rush home. Nothing again. The next night, the knocks come again. And this time I am standing right next to the door. I pull out my knife and am out of that door like a bat out of hell. I see my gate swing open. I sprint out into my driveway. Again. Nothing. I wander to the edge of my driveway and see my neighbor. A young ex-marine who lives with his elderly mother next door standing out there smoking a cigarette. He asks me if I am looking for my dog. I feel a chill go down my spine. I. Tell him no, I am looking for the thing that keeps knocking on my door my mom had previously told him and his family about the strange knocks. This dude's demeanor instantly changes. He tells me to give him my knife and call the cops. I do and he gets a flashlight and starts to look in the bushes across the street. It's a windy night. I call the cops and come back outside and ask him if he sees anything. He tells me he saw what looked like a large dog, running on all fours bolt across the street into the bushes at inhuman speed. He said he thought it was my dog getting out, but said it had looked bigger than he thought my dog was good-sized German Shepherd. When I told him it was the thing producing the knocking he said it clicked that something was wrong. As well, B said whatever it was was smart, because he could hear it moving in the bushes, but it would only move when the wind blew to mask its movement. The cops show up and start looking around. They find a trampled path leading up the neighborhood just in front of my house starts to lead up a hill. My other neighbor from the first house on that hill walks down and asks the cops if they're looking for somebody. They say yes. He says there's someone on his roof. The look these cops gave each other was comical. We're up at the house in 30 seconds. The cops, my neighbor, and my little 16 year old ass. Cops climb up on the roof and can't find anybody. Cops says the only way off that roof is a 20 foot jump over a spiked metal gate. We go around to check it out and sure enough, trampled pathway leading out into the forest trails on the hill. Whatever was on the roof had, presumably, made an Olympic level leap off of the roof and over a gothic style spiked metal fence to escape. The next day we go out to observe the trail this thing left in daylight. We find, right across the street from my driveway, I shit you not, a trampled down nest in the foliage that had the months old remains of various small creatures. The knock stopped after that but it's always Always my favorite ghost story to tell. Had a lot of other strange things happen in the neighborhood. Just a weird place. I stopped being receptive too. Then once I hit my 20s. But still wonder if there's still weird stuff going on I just don't notice anymore. Was it a ghost or monster? Just some methed out transient with a penchant for the long jump and running on all fours like a ducking monkey person. Just a straight up Eldritch horror. My mom ended up calling the city every week for months and demanding they trim the foliage across our street from us until they finally did. And then we bought three guns. I have two stories to share. One when I was about 10. My grandpa died a day after Christmas Eve because of cancer. My grandma and I turned off his phone. Like really turned it off. It was some old Nokia phone. No touchscreen. Just a regular phone. We put it on a shelf and left it there. A week after his death, we heard a SMS tone of said phone. I was freaked out at this point, because, well, it was turned off. I knew it. 
My grandma took it down and gave it to me to open the SMS, since she doesn't know how that works. So I opened it and gave it to her. The SMS was from my grandpa to his own damn phone. The SMS read I arrived. Creepy as hell. The second story. When I was younger, I lived in a big house with different separated apartments which belonged to my aunt. In there I lived with my aunt, my grandma, her medium friend, and a co-worker friend of my aunt. The co-worker brought her son with her. He was younger than me. The little boy woke up every night crying. At the same time, so the medium had a talk with him. The boy said that there is a black man with a weird face in the room whenever he wakes up. The next day the medium friend proceeded to cleanse the area, and I was watching her. As she spoke at first calm, but then aggressive I thought something happened so I hid next outside to the door at a wall. I always had a sense for weird stuff like this and when I was little I was feeling energy pretty strong at times. The medium later told us all that it was a demon hiding in this room, but now it's gone. Since the cleansing the boy slept normally and without nightmares. I was about 14 years old and lived with my grandparents since I was a baby but moved to a different room in the house just because I wanted a change. I always has white Christmas tree lights all over the headboard of my bed and slept with them on. One night the batteries died before I went to sleep but I didn't mind because I didn't need them to sleep. Then I woke up to not being able to breathe I could move my head and feet but my arms and legs felt as if they were being held down and something was sitting on my chest. I saw a dark figure floating at the end of my bed looking at me as this was happening and since my grandmother was very religious and believed in spirit stuff I had learned to just stay as calm as possible. I closed my eyes and tried harder to breath and when I opened my eyes the figure was still there but was closer than before then my eyes went wide because I was getting more scared then all of a sudden the figure took a step back. Dark shadow like wings appeared then it disappeared out my bedroom window. After that night I asked my grandma to move back to my old room and the rest of the few nights I was in that room I made sure my lights were charged and I never saw the figure again. I've posted elsewhere about this, but I just have to share it again lol I saw a pale crawler, real version of the rake or the creatures from the descent. A couple years back, my boyfriend and I were driving in the country back roads of central Illinois. It was about 9 p.m cold and rainy, mid-October, large wooded areas all around. We were in mid-conversation, when we both cut off at the same time and we were overcome with dread. To the right of the road, was a 6-7 feet tall pale humanoid. Its arms were disproportionately long and thin. It didn't have any discernible facial features. It, peered out from behind the trees and looked directly at us. We were both silent for about 30 seconds and I finally said uh, did you see? And my boyfriend says thank god you said something. I thought I was crazy. A few days later, our two friends were hanging out in their car at one of the local park areas, surrounded by woods and cornfields. The fields were recently harvested so you could see all the way to the tree line. They said they saw something pale and incredibly thin and humanoid across the field. It ran kind of like a dog and it disappeared into the woods within seconds. At first I thought it might be something different cause I was thinking what I saw was more humanoid. Then I discovered that thousands of people have reported seeing humanoid pale naked lanky things that move like dogs. There's apparently particularly a lot of sightings in Illinois. So that part adds up as well. Lots of reports from the 50s and 60s of pale humanoids as well. Really makes me wonder. Anyway, I am now convinced there's an undiscovered humanoid living in America. We haven't proved they exist cause they are so fast and silent. They also hide in abandoned buildings, caves and mines. By the way there's a whole subreddit called R Crawler Sightings if you want to take a look. In November 1988 I woke in the middle of the night because I felt myself being dragged out of bed by my feet and calves. There was a sensation of electromagnetic energy like static electricity and when you try to put two positive or negative sides of a magnet together around my legs. When I opened my eyes, 
I realized I was halfway down my bed and the lower part of my legs had to be hanging off but something was holding them up. I was unable to move but could see the room clearly because I always kept a blue light on so I could see because weird things had been happening for months and I was afraid to sleep or be in the dark. Suddenly an area of my room near my closet blurred or rippled like heat waves and then something was standing there. It appeared to be about 5 feet tall. Large round head. Large. Round. Black eyes, earth colored, and very slender, no clothes. Abruptly it rushed at me in a kind of blur, moving at a speed that isn't possible. It stopped directly in front of me and we locked eyes. As all this was happening, I didn't really feel afraid because I kept telling myself it couldn't possibly be happening. That I must be in between a waking and dreaming state despite the fact that I was wide awake and fully conscious. This next part has confused me to no end. As this being and I made eye contact, I felt and could see shock and fear go through him I had the sense he was male. Like I wasn't supposed to be awake. He quickly ducked down out of my field of vision, bending his torso in a way that human beings can't, then slowly stood back up and stared at me again. He was clearly afraid of me, which made no goddamn sense as I couldn't even move. I also felt an enormous amount of affection and familiarity from him, like we knew each other well and he cared for me deeply. Then everything went black and I remember nothing more until I woke in bed the following morning. One time me and my friend were in our car late at night after a Whataburger run. It was about 3 a.m. and we were chilling eating in the car and joking around. Don't ask why we were up so late. It was sophomore year of college and we were pulling an all-nighter for lord knows why. But anyways we pull into her apartment complex and park perpendicular to the forest surrounding a majority of her complex. As soon as I put my car in park, I felt everything go cold and I promise you I felt something in the air. I keep seeing this thing move in the forest out of the corner of my eye but I think it's just the wind and branches. Finally I'm like WTF is that thing. And so I look closer and it's two huge yellow eyes staring out directly into my eyes. How is it that when I finally look harder we make direct eye contact? This thing was staring at my eyes for a long time. I just know it. So I'm like oh crap there's a man in the forest to my friend and we both think it's a police officer at first. I don't know why we thought that but once it showed itself we knew it was no police officer. But then as soon as I made eye contact with it, this thing starts walking out very quickly coming straight for my car. Keep in mind my car was on and so my lights were on. So this thing knew that I would see it coming. It steps out and its arms and legs were way too long. It looked like a creature trying to be human, but just wasn't quite pulling it off. The proportions and speed of the movements was all just too wrong and off. I believe fully this wasn't a human with its huge and hollow yellow eyes. It never broke eye contact with me ever. I drove a small Volkswagen bug at the time, which I know is a small car. But this creature was towering above my car. It was literally the boogeyman. The closer I looked at him the more scary it got. The more scared I got. The bigger it grew. Its face was covered by what looked like. And I am not kidding. A mask of a human face. But the thing's eyes were definitely its own. Finally I snapped out of my terror and reversed out of my spot so fast. By that time, he had made it all the way to the front of my car and was touching the hood. I wish I had ran it over honestly, but when I looked back in my rearview mirror to see what was going on, it was standing in the spot I had just been parked in, waving, and staring straight into my eyes through the mirror. Don't know what this was. I've heard lots of things. I think it was a demon for sure but that's just me. I started sighting shadow people after playing Ouija as a teenager. I have a picture with ghost faces surrounding me in a cemetery. In 2016 I lived in a house where my bedroom doorknob turned and opened by itself a few times. Over quarantine I shortly developed a bad habit to a psychedelic substance and one night I was tripping pee hard K, slithered off my bed and was doing stretches and writhing around the floor cause it felt good. Then I saw myself third person from above and a cut started to form on my forehead and I keep seeing light flashes of different things and an angry version of myself. I snap back to and go to touch where it is. It's wet. I look at my fingers and they've got blood on them. I get up and clean myself off with a warm washcloth and as I am 
Finishing up I go to flip the light off as I am looking at the switch it turns itself off. That's when I lost it and yelled leave me the duck alone. Then I had to purify the house. And in a spare room the light would flicker and it felt heavy in the atmosphere. Same with the space leading to that room. I told whatever it was we can do this the easy way or the hard way. It'll show you the way out I felt something latched to my back. I walked to the front door opened it and was like oh and it stuck for a second but I felt something roll off my back and go out into the night. The light stopped flickering. I don't know I still have a scar on my forehead. Always feel like a loon telling people these stories but one I wouldn't scar my own face and two no I didn't fall and hit a piece of furniture. There is a small coffee table in my room but it didn't move and it wouldn't have been a clean cut. Also had a near death odd weeks later on that stuff and luckily was able to kick the habit. The light switched itself on around a week ago while I was sitting on my computer. When I was a young 110 I had an uncle who died. I was sad because death was a really weird concept for me after a few days I saw this weird shade in the corner of my room at night I could make out the eyes, but nothing else except its shape which was human this thing probably my dead uncle waiting in limbo didn't feel bad or scary and I don't think it was sleep paralysis because I felt something when my back was against the room I am my bed so I had to turn around I wasn't scared when I saw it. This was the first time I saw him. A few days later same thing happened except the shape was really close to my bed I had a bunk bed at that time so I saw two hands and the face just above my bunk bed in front of my face again I wasn't scared because this thing didn't feel bad. Till this day I am a 100% sure I saw the ghost of my uncle I am 24 now. Another story this time I was around 14 I moved with my mother and her boyfriend to another house it was this huge old villa and at night I was too scared to go to the bathroom because I felt bad things in this house I never saw something here but the feeling I felt was 180 degrees different than what I felt when I saw my uncle. This bad feeling was on its worst when I was near the cellar or attic luckily I moved out of that house. Hope this story is interesting to you guys. While I can't say for certain that what I encountered was a demon in the strictest sense of the word, I am more than comfortable describing this thing as at least demonic or malevolent in nature. At the time I was in a dark headspace, exploring the darker realms of magic, trying to ascertain truth versus fiction, to discover as much as I could of what was in fact real and what was purely fiction. To get to the gritty point one day I was walking home in the rain can't get any much more dramatic than that and happened upon a small prayer of exorcism printed upon a pocket-sized square. I thought that was odd, curious. I decided to pocket it. When I got home, I ventured into the room wherein I had spent most of those aforementioned. Saturdays, I sat before my desk and just kinda stared off into space when I swear for the quickest few seconds I saw out of the corner of my left eye a gigantic black mass charging at me from the adjacent room through the doorway. Before I could fully spin around to face it, to verify if there was indeed something coming at me or I was just hallucinating, I felt the slap of a thousand suns across my face. So hard was it that the headphone I had just put on moments before went flying off across the room towards a facing bookcase. I leapt from my chair and started yelling, flailing, thinking there was an intruder in the room with me. There was nothing. In that moment I felt extremely cold, and suddenly very, very frightened. Ran upstairs, looked in the mirror, huge red mark across my face. There were other incidents but... That's the only time I can say I actually saw it, however brief the visual encounter. When I was young, I went to the bathroom at night downstairs. Then I saw a weird dark cloudy whirlpool from the floor of the living room and a dark condensed cloud thing came out of it. It had some red glowing light from where I expect the eyes to be. That came from within the dark condensed cloud. It floated across, stopped, looked at me and turned away. I was frozen solid in place. And the moment it turned away I bolted up the stairs. Once I was up, I was shocked and confused. I kept pinching myself to reassure that it was not a dream. I kept trying to go down and look for the figure but never saw it again. Then I complained to my parents, but they just told me to sleep. I did. As I was absolutely terrified, I woke up and inspected the living room, but the layout was slightly different. 
but the whole sequence of events was logical, with no gaps, and the pain when I pinched myself was real, so, it was either real as only the layout of where it emerged was different, everything else was accurate or I just got an extremely realistic dream and my memory went whack. Like 5 years ago I came home from work and no one was in the house, I lived by the time with two cousins, an aunt and my grandmother, after I got there, I searched the whole place for others because I was about to roll a joint but was a bit afraid to be discovered by my aunt or granny, it was just me and our dog, as I started rolling I heard the front door slam, it was my contemporary cousin which came to my room and was talking with me while I was rolling, then suddenly a white silhouette walks through the hallway passing in front of us and making our dog go nuts, as the dog started barking my mind was just WTF did I just see, I must be crazy, immediately my cousin asked me dude did you see that, so I confirmed I was not the only one who saw, that, after the moment the dog ran chasing the figure and I just followed her to the kitchen, saw nothing but felt strangely comfortable in the place. Last year, me and my mom went to my grandpa's house for 4th of July, after dinner, we decided to go on a walk, at the end of our journey we decided to go back, halfway through our walk back, we hear this loud humming noise, it was so loud we thought a nuke was headed straight for a place where a ton of old people live, I look up at the sky and see this white tic tac shape in the sky, look, I told my mom, we looked at the UFO for a couple of minutes, it doesn't move, it just hovers there, all of a sudden, it starts slowly moving, it looked like it was cutting into the sky, a minute later all of it was gone, that humming noise would remain loud for a whole 3 minutes after it was gone. Months later, I'm sitting in my bed thinking about the incident when I, realize how big that ship had been, if it was big enough for us to have seen right where the line of space and earth had been, it must have been huge. Hey, so I've never written on reddit about my experiences with the outdoors but I need some answers or opinions, so last night I was heading back from my girlfriend's house and she lives in a rural area, the day before her and I crashed my car into a fence post on the same road due to an unknown reason, I was driving and when we were going around a corner on the gravel road we were not going faster than 15 or 20 miles per hour, there were no skid marks or objects in the road to cause an accident but as we got out of the car to assess the damage and we heard a god awful scream in the woods, it sounded like a bobcat killing a woman while the rumble of a truck engine at the same time. We sat in my vehicle for at least two hours and while we were waiting for help we smelt a smell that I will never forget. The only way I can describe it is that if you take rotting flesh, wet dog, sewage water, and burning hair and rolled it inside of a dead animal that would best describe it. As I was making my way home from her house it was about 9 p.m. and dark with no street lights. In my dim barely working headlights I see this thing. It is about the size of a large lab it seemed to have no fur but was a dirty white. I couldn't tell but it looked injured me being the animal lover I am I stop and roll down my passenger side window and whistle at it. As soon as I rolled the window down I smelt that smell that horrid smell so I grabbed my spotlight and shined it on the thing. And I kid you not its neck snapped around and looked at me with these piercing yellow eyes. That's when I tear out of there. I am about halfway down the dirt road when I spot a blacked out newer GMC that is just sitting on the side of the road with no lights on other than the glow of a cigarette in the cab. Being terrified as is I blow straight past them as I am passing them they cut on their headlights and start after me. I've seen that movie before so I take a few wrong turns to see if he is truly following me. So I take three wrong turns and he is still riding my tail with his high beams on. I am panicking at this point so I call my dad dad saying someone is following me. My father says to come in the back gate so I floor it down a single lane dirt road trying to loose this guy. As I make a quick turn onto my road I black out my lights and see him blow straight past me on the road I was previously on. I meet my dad at the gate and he has a gun in hand. I still have so many questions about what happened last night I don't know if they are connected or a series of creepy events. If you all have any answers or opinions please let me know. This happened in rural Georgia by the way. 
When I was between 6-10 years old, my mom and I lived in a house where I would be visited by something at night. It would always be preceded by a dream where I would be looking at a book in the back seat of a car and all of a sudden, the words would start bleeding down the page. Was it a dream or was I awake? As I would come out of the dream I could feel a presence coming into my bedroom and looking at me. I would be awake with my eyes closed, terrified at what it could possibly be. I often felt like it was menacing. I would eventually fall asleep. Sometimes, though, I would scream out loud and my mom would come in with a broom saying where is it? Trying to calm my fears. I used to stay home by myself as a kiddo as my mom worked two jobs at the time. I would make jokes looking at two Nintendo controllers saying if there is something here, pick up the controller and play, acting like I was tough calling it out. Of course when I would do this, rest assured, it would be there that night. We eventually moved out of that house and all of these things stopped. When I was much older, my mom would tell me that when I was younger, I would tell her, you can't see them right now, but they are laughing at you. I don't recall saying that. But then again I believe I may have repressed those memories. As an adult, I told my wife about it. We both went back to the house and she got out to ask the current resident, who currently lived there, if they experienced anything like that. She explained my story to the man who had lived there with his parents since we had moved out many years ago. He had not. I have a book of these because of this very strange old place I grew up way out in the Idaho mountains. Because of the length of this story I'll only tell the one. If anyone cares to know anymore I'll be happy to share. So I was and am something of a skeptical believer in that I fully believe there are things in this world and beyond that we cannot fully comprehend or explain. But I think most claims out there can be boiled down to just a lack of understanding of things and or a desire for what they experience to be paranormal. People who want to see ghosts so when there's a trick of the light they see a ghost. This place of which I speak is not such a far-reaching delusion as that. I grew up here. My adoptive father was a roofer and outdoorsman and just a really great guy. He had friends everywhere. I'll spare you the full length story but because a good friend of his was dying of cancer he was called upon to run this secluded cabin rental hot springs resort up in the mountains when I was six. I had visited the place frequently with my brother and stepmother when he would bring us up fishing or camping or hunting. I loved it to find that we'd be staying there. Even though my time was split between him and my biological mother down in town. I still spent most of my childhood in those mountains since I was six. Aside from just loving the place for all the freedom I had catching, frogs and climbing trees and swimming in the river I think there were very few nights that I wasn't awoken in the night by something in that cabin. I'd wake up to dark shapes looming over me in the darkness that would recoil as I woke up. The sounds of things falling and breaking in the night but in the morning there was nothing broken. Or the sounds of someone walking on the creaky old floor but there being no one there. I was amazingly unfaced by any of this. I knew everyone else experienced things but almost no one would talk about it. I never really pushed though. I was a kid and when the day came I was back up to my normal kid things. There was a night though that I think everyone had to acknowledge and question the strange things that went on. At the time the cabin we stayed in was small. There were no additions made to it so it was one large room except the bathroom. One main bed where the old man and stepmom slept. I stayed on a couch and my brother slept on a cot. There was a loft that you couldn't stand in that was mostly used for storage too. But we all slept in the one room. No one was bothered since we all came from near poverty anyway. It was this one night that we all awoke to screaming and the loud clatter of everything including the lamp on my stepmom's nightstand being thrown across the room. Everyone would up with a jump and my old man turned on his lamp and we just saw stepmom sitting up in bed eyes wide and pale. She was still yelling where is it? Look for it. When we all collectively asked what she was talking about she just sorta 
quieted down. She made it very clear she didn't want to talk about it and that it must have been a dream. But after we cleaned up all the broken stuff and laid back down to go back to sleep no one believed her. I don't think anyone slept that night. Even the next day we couldn't get out of her what she had seen at the foot of her bed that made her freak out the way she did. We all doubted it was a dream though. She had made it very clear she never wanted to talk about it and wanted everyone to just forget it had happened. And you almost could forget. It never happened again. Not long after she convinced the old man to build an extension on the cabin to give them an actual bedroom. I never forgot though. There was this glass angel figurine that stood about a foot and a half tall that she'd gotten at a yard sale years before that sat across the room on the old box TV we had that was broken when she threw her lamp across the room at whatever she saw. There was a lot of stuff broken by accident that she just threw out but she had tried to fix the glass angel. And so it sat there pretty well fixed actually on top of the TV for years even until after she died as a constant reminder of that night to me. The Haunted House When my brother and I were children I was about 8 he was about 6 my parents had gotten a divorce and my dad moved in a house 2 blocks away from my mom's in SE Portland Oregon. The house was owned by Aunt Kim but she hadn't been occupied by her for years so when my father heard she had one available for rent that was so close by to my mom's he jumped at the chance to rent it out because of how close it was to my mom's house. Come to find out the reason it sat empty for all those years wasn't to my knowledge is because it has a poltergeist residing inside it. When he moved in it started out with small things. A shadow moving. A cross wall that was clearly a shadow of someone without anyone being there. Lights flickering. It being completely light throughout my house except for this one hallways that was always unnaturally dark. My dad being a non-believer refused to believe anything that went on in the house even if it was something he saw with his own eyes. That is until it got to the point where even he couldn't deny what was happening. It really started to get bad when we had lived there a couple months in. Things started moving in front of my brother and I. I'd see a shadow person out the corner of my eye. At night I'd brush my teeth when I was doing so I'd always look in the medicine cabinet. So when I would go to spit my toothpaste out I'd bend down to spit it in the sink and when I would bend back upwards there would be a shadow behind me which I'd whirl myself around to find nothing there. Every time, the scariest thing would be when whatever it was would wake us up it would be at the bottom of my brother's and bunk bed. I couldn't ever see any detailed features like a face or eyes or anything but I could just tell it was some kind of man that wasn't nice. We left after like maybe 6 months of living there. Haven't been back since then. To my knowledge there hasn't been anyone living there since. Well once I got home from college, I started reading and then went to bed. A normal night, I thought. So I dreamed that I am drowning and literally another person like me appeared in my dream. He smiled at me and said, you're going to die. Then I woke up almost drowned I wasn't breathing while I was sleeping and couldn't breathe through my mouth. I took a deep breath and went back to sleep I literally couldn't stay awake. I fell asleep immediately. Then I dreamed I was with a cousin in my room and we were going to open the door and I couldn't reach the lock. He looked at me, smiled at me and told me you're going to die. I woke up again and the procedure from before was repeated. I fell asleep again and then in the dream I am with two friends and I tried to talk to them. But they wouldn't listen to me. Then they saw me, smiled and said, you're going to die. I woke up again. But this time I couldn't take a breath. I was literally not breathing. My whole body felt like it had tingles you know. Like when one foot falls asleep. Only that I felt it all over my body and it hurt a lot. I also felt a loud ringing in my ears. I felt as if my eardrums were going to break at any moment and I also felt as if something was on top of me and it would not let me move. I clarify, not so believing. But I was in panic, so I thought of my loved ones and that I could not die yet. So I mentally said God, get this demon out of me and this is where things get unreal. I felt my body contorting, 
I heard the cymbals sound loudly and then a light came out of my body and finally I felt like someone had pushed me hard in the middle of my chest and then I didn't feel anything else. I was able to breathe again through my mouth. I turned on the light in my room and there was blood coming out of my nostrils. That night I did not sleep and I just thought like okay this is the reason why I could not breathe and I did not give more importance to the matter I was trying to convince myself that I had dreamed everything and when it was time to go to university. I undressed and got into the shower. I looked between my chest and I had a pretty thick cut there. And something deep since there was still blood coming out and that's when i realized that shit had not been a dream i don't know maybe someone was playing ouija that night with my soul thanks for watching don't leave before leaving a like to this video also hit the subscribe button to support my work and as always have a horrific nightmare my dear